You're listening to The Really Useful Podcast. We are the tech podcast for technophobes from makeuseof.com. My name is Christian Corley and with me on this week's show is Megan Ellis. Hey Megan, how are you? I'm good, thanks. And you? I'm reasonably well. Thank you very much for asking. Although uh, it has just started raining really heavily. So if you can hear that in the background, that's what that noise probably is. Um, so we're um, we're going to um, discuss, as we do normally, a uh, topic uh, which can help you make better use of your technology. And uh, I just wanted to say a big thank you to everyone who tuned in to our first new episode. Uh, we hadn't done a show since uh, March, so uh, I think that went live in early April. Since, uh, in the past four days, at the point of recording this, since that was published, we've had 300 listens, which uh, I don't know how many of those returning listens at this point, but it does, that's the sort of number that we were kind of, I was our kind of mean, median number, um, when the show was running before the lockdown. So, uh, those of you who've come back, thank you very much indeed for coming back to the Really Useful Podcast. And uh, yeah, that's, that was really, really touching. I was expecting maybe 50, 60 listens and having to rebuild the audience up again. But it's really great to uh, have you all back with us there. So thank you again. This time, Megan, we're going to be talking about reasons that you should be using Facebook, aren't we? Definitely. <laughs> <laughs> now, usually we kind of think, well... Don't use Facebook because it has privacy and security issues as long as your arm and your neighbor's arm and Mr. Tickle. And those things still stand up. But in times of perhaps, uh, let's call it social upheaval because this could apply at any time in the future, um, there are good reasons to be using a social network like Facebook that has various connectivity -ish, um, options for you, help options things that you can do together, people, and generally keep yourself, help you stay sane, I suppose, isn't it? Mm. <laughs> give, you, give you that element of um, human connection. And, and very much, yeah, like, if you already have Facebook and you're kind of on the fence about whether to keep it or not, there, there are some benefits to the social network. It's not all bad. It's not all data harvesting. Um, so, yeah, looking at some of the benefits that Facebook does have, especially in terms of connection and during times like these where we're socially distancing. Yeah. Um, now, I'm obviously in the UK, and but I am interested to know, because we have a kind of uh, semi-lockdown thing going on here in the UK. How, how is it in South Africa? We are now on level one lockdown, which is the lowest level of lockdown. So, um, yeah, South Africa has had quite a strict lockdown in comparison to other countries. Our, for example, our maybe level three is probably stricter than most countries, mm -hmm. like strictest lockdown. We have a mask mandate in public, even during level one. And, um, yeah, it's level one's the first time I think that we're allowed like social visits and um, only recently has domestic uh, leisure travel been opened up and also 
now we're accepting business tra travel from some countries and then tourist travel from some low-risk countries. So it's still very much people are distancing, very much in public awareness. It is um, legally mandated to wear a mask in public. And people are still very cautious because we've only, it was only um, maybe two weeks ago that we entered level one. So we're very um, kind of tiptoeing around uh, worries about a second wave. Okay. So that's quite interesting. Here in the UK, it's very kind of, um, yours just sounds like very formalized and like everyone knows what they're supposed to be doing, right? So in the UK, it's pretty mm -hmm. much, yeah, yeah, you do this, you do this. No, you do this. Over there, you do that. And us over here, we'll do our own thing. So, and it's nothing to do with you, what we're doing. Oh, no. It's entirely our business. <laughs> Takes their mask off and has a drink and a burger. Um, but anyway, that's, uh, that's just the UK. So we're going to look for positive reasons for using Facebook. And I think this segues nicely into what we were just talking about. Ways that Facebook can help with your mental health. It has features available to you when you're having a crisis. Um, I'm just going to go through these and then we'll have a little chat about them. So uh, one of the first things Facebook's done is banned triggering images. It has offered a support system for groups with mental health, or has offered support groups for people with mental health issues. Um, and there's so many. And these, these I mean, I'm using the word issues feel, feels um, very sort of narrow because it covers the entire gamut of emotional and anxiety problems and challenges as well there's a feature to take a break from specific facebook friends oh oh let me know <laughs> let, let, let me tell you i've used that a few times lately and offering crisis support via facebook messenger as well and there are also and i think this is possibly most important and um, suicide prevention tools available in facebook uh, and these can be accessed via the facebook help center um there is a growing attention over the past few years on mental health and it's something that possibly in many ways has been overlooked in some key countries uh with regards to uh the global challenges of 2020 um now megan you and i both don't use facebook all that much and both have some suspicions about it but i, th I think these are very positive steps that facebook have taken aren't they definitely it's also um in terms of Facebook groups, that's one of the things that um, I found is like difficult to replicate. Like the accessibility um, you have to people who share your uh, mental health conditions or even things like chronic illness um, is definitely one of those things that's hard to replicate in other places. And um, I think it helps people definitely feel much less alone because it's also not limited to your friends group obviously a lot of people reach out on facebook when they're having issues um but in terms of being able to find people who share your experiences find this community um i think it's it's definitely a good step in helping people not feel um so alone i mean i know with me with my fibromyalgia when i mention it here in south africa a lot of people are like what's that <laughs> So for the first few years, I felt very alone and not being able to find people who also um, have the illness. But with Facebook was one of the first places where I'm like, there are people who have it and like people who share my experiences and understand that. So um, definitely, I think um, 
obviously the tools that they've incorporated um, help in terms of when people are having a crisis, but also just in a general day-to-day basis, making people feel less alone um, with what they're dealing with, even if it feels like an issue not many people have. So um, I'm sure you'll find even with um, mental health conditions that are less talked about, so not just depression or anxiety, but things like OCD or schizophrenia, where people do really need to feel less alone. Um, definitely, I think Facebook can be a great tool for that. Yeah, it's, um, and you know, f- from everything in terms of that and connectivity, the, in times of um, re- remoteness, enforced remoteness, it, uh, I think Facebook's capable of um, playing a, a greater role. There's, there's groups and there's pages and there's, there's chats and things. I mean, during, during the lockdown, we had a, uh, a, 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 one of those wonderful kind of um, group sessions of family members all who haven't seen each other for years and probably wouldn't have seen each other for years because um, we're all around the globe. Um, but it um, it was nice to just all congregate on Facebook and have a chat mm. in ways that we would normally only do at uh, family social events every few years, you know. So Facebook, you know, it it does have that um, ability to keep people in touch regardless of what they're doing. And um, but I mean, there is a lot more that um, Facebook can be um, given credit for. Uh, this year, obviously, there is a uh, an election taking place in the United States of America that you may have heard about. It's 2020. And they, <laughs> they happen every four years. And you can guarantee that every time two completely unsuitable people will battle it out and then they'll get a, one of them will get elected and they'll either be absolutely terrible or they'll be absolutely terrible but look great at being terrible. That's <laughs> how it works. That's how it's been since I was born. And it started a few years before I was born around the Nixon times if not before that. So, you know, that's generally US politics in a nutshell. Facebook have been working over the past few years to reduce the influence of outside parties on people's Facebook pages with regards to political messages. And uh, they've recently um, taken down more Russian misinformation networks. This um, this all comes in. There's been China-run groups um, affecting uh, American and Southeast Asian politics. And there's now Russian groups trying to do the same thing. Russian groups may well have been doing it for quite some time. And we don't know whether they're state-backed or independent or mafia or whatever. Um, I suppose ultimately it doesn't really matter because nothing ever happens in a kind of uh, concrete sort of way. There's never really any major repercussions for whoever's carrying these things out. So I, I, I suppose that's why Facebook has taken more attention i'll give more attention to this um is this something that's affected the uh south african politics or is it mainly european and american um i don't think we're targeted to the same extent but there's very much coordinated misinformation campaigns or astroturfing campaigns those exist um i don't think you know, we register on the radar of um, over uh, like major superpowers as much as somewhere like the UK or America might, but there's there's definitely even um, 
locally, it's been uncovered where uh, PR groups for rich families or something like that would work to create bots for misinformation. Mm -hmm. Um, And we definitely have fake news with um, kind of political uh, aims in terms of sowing panic and division. So it is definitely an issue here. And it's, it's good to see that Facebook is improving. It's not where it needs to be. I mean, I was able to find a a fake news website that has just rebranded itself um, and still exists on the platform. But otherwise, it's definitely starting to kind of take more action, especially in light of the um, Stop Hateful Profit campaign. They seem to have announced a lot more changes than usual. So it's good to see that they are actually doing something about it because it is a very powerful platform in terms of misinformation. Yeah. Um, of course, there is amusing misinformation. And I, <laughs> I noticed that the oh the Babylon Bee was banned from Facebook recently. Uh, for The only reason I can su- suggest that that would have happened rather than uh, some sort of uh, uh, algorithmic error was that it's just too damn funny. But um, uh, yeah, but um, yeah. Overall, it is it is important to uh, to avoid messages that don't carry um, any truth to them or, or manipulate the truth, and uh, which has been happening a lot. There's a chap called um, David Ike, who many people oh. <laughs> may have heard of, and uh, Mr. Ike's uh, kind of. Uh, I mean, you you've probably heard of him, but. How he manages to get his message across is by wrapping it in a kind of a key truth that everyone can identify with. And then from there, he then unwraps it into some kind of uh, conspiracy nonsense and uh, Queen Elizabeth lizards and things like that. So, um, yeah, that's, um, that's, that's how it happens. So it's, it's also important to be vigilant for these things and to treat them all with a grain of salt. And even if you do see news, I mean, to be honest with you, if there is news appearing in your feed, unless it's clearly satire, I would suggest ignore it in uh, many cases. I know Twitter obviously introducing or they're trialing a new system at the moment whereby you can't retweet something unless you've read it. Which I think oh, it's more of a prompt. Is they it a prompt at the moment? Is it? Oh, it. <laughs> Step in the right direction, though. Yeah. Yeah. So, so yeah. So. Um, that's that. Let's. Um, I like doing this, Megan. You must bear with me. I don't do have this new toy. Uh, so let's do this. <laughs> this is the serious bit now. No, uh, serious on this show. No chance. Uh, Facebook. As I mentioned before, I was going to uh, come into this, and then I got sidetracked slightly. Um, it has a watch together feature on Messenger, which it's uh, unveiled in September 2020, which lets you have fun with friends, no matter how far apart you are you can basically use it to access the watch together feature on ios and android and view the same facebook watch videos that your friends are watching so you can watch this stuff together now i'm i'm kind of picky with who i watch things with there's very few people that i would happily watch things with <laughs> and um one of them doesn't have facebook so that's out uh so it's not really a feature that I would use, but it is straightforward. Um, you start the watch session in a video call or create a messenger room. 
and you can watch videos with up to 50 people in a messenger room. We'll be looking at messenger rooms in a moment. Is this something you would use or have you used it already, Megan? I haven't tried using it, mostly because I either watch series with my partner or alone. Um, but it seems interesting. I'd be very tempted by a community uh, to watch that <laughs> with people. Um, uh, what I like about it is it seems relatively easy to use. And definitely if Facebook rolls out more video content on the platform, it would definitely be useful that it's not like just Facebook videos or F Facebook watch videos. Um, but yeah, you know, things like series, if you, especially, I guess if you live alone and you usually watch series with your friends or um, people who live apart from you, this is definitely, definitely like a great um, and easy tool to use to yeah, do that. Yeah. I mean, this is a good step for, it's not there yet, but this will be a good step for um, people that are very involved with particular fandoms. So during the past six, seven months or so, um, the um, people have heard of it. Doctor Who has um, its fans have spent a lot of time rewatching episodes. This would be perfect for that. Um, for that, although I mean, I'm not particularly keen on seeing a lot of faces. I, I, I have no <laughs> no interest in people's reactions to things. To be honest with you, but um, other than my own, and uh, but you know, these these things do highlight um, faces or and uh, expressions and uh, you know reaction videos can be amusing I re in fact i mean i've recorded a couple of reaction videos many years ago and they're two of the most my most popular videos on youtube so not that i have many popular videos on youtube but of the ones that i do they're two of the most you know my most my second most popular youtube video right is six seconds long and it's had like fifty-five thousand views <laughs> it does it's not even long enough to put an advert on is it you reacting to no it's not reaction no it's not even me reacting to the length of the video it is um it's just time lapse recorded with a raspberry pi camera module that's all it oh. is just a very quick time lapse um but uh yes so yeah um you can use facebook to just get together with your friends and watch the same thing and uh, yeah, there are obviously opportunities for that like football matches um key much must watch TV, the, the kind of the stuff that you would normally talk about at work the next day, that sort of show. Um, so there's opportunities for that, and uh, we're not quite there with that yet. And maybe maybe other providers will uh, step in there. Um, for instance, Netflix or YouTube or whomever. We will see. So a, uh, a watch party on Facebook to watch videos together is a great way to watch videos with friends, and. It's pretty straightforward to set up as well. Um, it's been going since 2018. You can use it to watch live or recorded videos on Facebook. If you wanted to do that, you would basically start to write a post on Facebook and select watch party. And from there, it's pretty much straightforward. Search for the video that you want to watch, add it to your queue, and then um, tell everyone that you're watching it and invite them to join you. It is pretty much straightforward. There are various things that you need to do, perhaps, um, whilst watching it, like adding videos and to the queue. So you can control the queue at any time and add or remove items to and from that queue, perhaps, depending on how people react. And if you want to invite specific people, you can use the invite others and search by their name to watch things. This is the sort of thing that I, you know, the only things I watch on Facebook, basically, are uh, comedy clips and clips of old Amiga 500 video games. 
That's it. So that'd be perfect for watching uh, retro gaming things. <laughs> I occasionally watch weird animal videos, but I think there's laws I... against that. <laughs> Not those types. Oh, of right. Okay. <laughs> um, relief. But I, I've seen as well that a, there's a lot more like celebrities as well releasing exclusive content on Facebook's um, video platform. Mm-hmm. And I think it could be fun for maybe people who watch uh, Facebook streaming videos, um, like the the gaming videos and that type of thing as well. Yeah. Um, the th- I mean, what we've discussed so far about Facebook is that it's really good for getting people together. And I think in times when people are not getting together due to their existing distance or due to the fact that they might live two streets away from each other but aren't allowed to get together or they might live in the next town and they can move to the next street but they can't move to the next town for whatever reason for instance where i live uh there's a uh, local lockdowns taking place and even the borough that we are in is there is a town that is cut in half because it sits across two boroughs um basically so half of that town can't go to the other half of the town <laughs> yeah, crazy and uh yeah, that is crazy, especially given that uh, I'm, I haven't checked the postcodes, but a big portion of that town is very kind of uh, uh, well off, shall we say. So I, <laughs> I, I, I don't know which half has been locked down and which half hasn't. Uh, regardless, um, Facebook seems to be perfect for bridging the social barriers that have been enforced by measures to combat at the um, COVID-19 coronavirus in a way that I don't really think, and it hasn't really been doing it in an obvious sort of way. It hasn't really stuffed up and said, we're going to do this and we're going to make life easy for you. In much the same way as Twitter hasn't said, we're not going to do anything. Because I don't really think Twitter has the ability to do that. Whereas Facebook had already had the reach and already had the tools to just be there now for right or wrong and regardless of the ways in which it uh, finances itself and gives itself the tools and pays for its tools um using our data that we is then sold to uh advertisers the fact remains that it was there and it has been able to more than anything else certainly more i'm afraid to say than governments have um to, to bridge that gap between people hasn't it given what we've spoken about so far and Facebook providing a, a useful hub for people to maintain communications and offering some new ideas and some new features to help people cope with things that have happened during 2020. Um, do, do you think there's anything they missed? Would you have liked to have seen anything different? I don't know. I feel like there is a a gap in terms of things that make you, you feel happy and good mm-hmm. and um facebook tends to have engagement a lot of engagement on things that divide or cause rage and that type yeah. of thing um yeah. and that's why you'll see things showing up in your timeline that they make you sad or have a negative reaction and maybe they could have done better on that because i think maybe during these times seeing that other people are kind of um, 
was also dealing with things, but coping that type of thing. I think that could have helped um, maybe pushing that kind of content more things that people in, maybe like even tracking the reactions that things that make people like react with love or like, or that little heart <laughs> hugging heart emoji mm. type of thing. They could have maybe done that better because I still do see a lot of the same rage inducing or sadness inducing stuff. And I mean, during these times, we don't need that. <laughs> no, we certainly don't. I'm, I mean, I'm thinking if I go on YouTube, I can quite easily select a video to watch and then YouTube will select similar videos. Now, Facebook does have that kind of function, but it, it feels like maybe it could be more front and center. Mm. At the moment, I think, uh, you know, it, it, same for music. I put on a YouTube video of a pop song and I will then get suggestions of similar pop songs, uh, I can, which I can, you know, form into a playlist. And again, Facebook has the features to do that, but again, it's not, it's like you have to go, you have to click a few tabs to get to it rather than it being a main part of it. And certainly following Facebook's really frustrating redesign of late, which, yeah, everyone could see that it needed a redesign, but I'm not convinced that this redesign is the redesign it needed. It, it does feel as though maybe it's not quite as easy as it could be to get to things like that that can make you feel better. I feel especially, you know, it's there, it's possible with something like Instagram. They're starting to realize that I really enjoy cute animal pictures <laughs> more than anything else. And now they're suggesting, especially in the videos and stuff, they're like, oh, look, there's another cute animal here. Like, oh, look, here's a hedgehog and a cat that are friends. So the capabilities are there. Um, and I feel like they're missing on that potential. Um because yeah, they they obviously can see what we engage with. I guess it depends person to person, but um, they could have shifted the algorithm just to to be kinder on our minds <laughs> for a bit. Yeah, possibly, possibly. Um, I mean, it probably. I mean, we say this and with good reason, but again, the other side of the coin is that we have, as a society, invested so much information and time into Facebook that it feels as though that it would be great if Facebook could do that but maybe it really is in our hands to decide whether we want Facebook to do that or not mm. it's a tricky uh, balance to find for Facebook I think um, and I'm by no means a defender of Facebook it just unparalleled and unprecedented times lead to questions to which answers are difficult to find I think, ultimately. And um, that's a rather philosophical note for us to end this week's really useful podcast on, isn't it? <laughs> really useful podcast gets deep. <laughs> yeah, totally. With a bit of the... Uh... <laughs> Things get serious. Um, that is the end of this week's show. And if you are able to share the really useful podcast please do you'll find if you're just finding us on the website you will also find us on itunes and google Podcasts and spotify and on amazon music i'm really pleased about because that took ages to sort out so a big woohoo for that oh hold on i've got i've got a button for that <laughs> thank you and uh, <laughs> yes thank thank you all and um, yeah so we're on those four platforms and pretty much anywhere you will find 
your podcasts and podcast players and however so subscribe share please on uh, facebook and twitter and anywhere else you sweat share material that you like to people to uh, listen to and uh, you know we, we are hoping to or we aim to m help you make the best use out of your tech last week we were talking about how to buy a new laptop and buy the right laptop and not make a mess of it and buy a laptop that you want to get rid of three weeks later this week obviously we've been talking about good reasons to use facebook and by golly there are plenty of reasons not to use facebook which you'll find if you check back through our history of podcasts next week we'll be doing a different topic all together in the meantime um visit makeuseof.com for the latest uh, reviews and news and tips and tutorials and how-to guides and all those types of thing and from me christian crawley and from megan ellis it's goodbye from the really useful podcast <laughs>